Hello, hello, welcome back to a brand new episode of 343. I'm your host, Ave, joined by my lovely co-hosts, as always, Nikita and Riaz. How are you guys doing? All right, thank you. Thank you for having me back, guys. It's been good. It's been good. Always good after 4-3 wins, <laughs> even if it's at home to Fulham. But uh, yeah. yeah, feeling good. <laughs> yeah, Riaz, yes, I'll, I'll get to you in a bit. Um, Nikita just got back from a, a lovely vacation, so that's why she she looks so so rested and all vacationed up um, yeah. with the festive season approaching still. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was it was weird, like watching or getting like updates like on your phone or not being able to watch games or it being like the middle of the morning and then games kicking off and stuff. So that was quite an interesting uh, experience being uh, so far behind. But yeah, happy to be back. Happy to be kind of in the same time zone <laughs> watching games at reasonable hours now again. Uh, nice. Riaz, how how you been doing? Not too bad, not too bad. Nice and warm. Um, enjoying the heat. And uh, the fact that we have football every day almost for the couple of weeks is very nice. Um, so enjoying it. Quite nice. Yeah, and I'm, I'm just going to, to stay on you a bit uh, after this past weekend. Um, we we all predicted, I, I, I think I predicted a 2-1, and uh, yourself and Jason, you guys predicted a, a big city win. Um, you just wanted one goal, if I can recall. Um, but yeah, that that result, I think it shocked most of us. Um, there was some good resilience from, from the Spurs players. Just walk us through, through, through that as a sort of a review. Um, I'll try. <laughs> uh, I think the first half we can just gloss over as best we can. You know, we can just say uh, it was uh, it was lucky that we 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 were only one goal well, one goal down after the first half because um, it was a bit ridiculous. We conceded so many chances, most of them without uh, like through our own problems, uh, through our own making. And um, yeah, it was very interesting. To uh, and said he was going to play the same type of football and we tried we really tried in the first half we didn't succeed um they well like i, I struggle to say they they played us off the park but they created more chances because of the way that we played um the press us the, the press i will say that the press was unbelievable in the first half they pressed us really really well um it was actually because of that the, 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 the four-person press that we couldn't get past we couldn't get around and we struggled we scored a counter goal which was a really good goal um and that was it. That, after that goal, Son immediately scores her own goal and we were under the cosh again. And for the rest of the half, we were nowhere, nowhere to be seen. We tried to play our football, but we had 35% possession and it was, they just kept pressing us and we, we, we didn't have the quality to get past. And then the second half was so much better. I mean, it was chalk and cheese between the two halves. I don't, I don't know how that happened. It was a great, a great change from Ange, to be honest. Uh, I think to bring on Weyberg and take off Gil, put Kuliseski back out on the right, gave us a lot more stability. Um, and 
it kind of made them play in a different way as well. They stopped pressing with four people because we were able to in the, in the first um, first minutes of the half to, to play around it um, without any any luck, I suppose, uh, going forward. But we still were able to play around it. So they dropped people a bit deeper, which gave us more space then to play out. And we scored some good goals. I mean, the first one was i mean it was it was a good goal because uh, we we pressed high so that our high line was was there highland was on the halfway line and davis beat him to the ball um so because of that because of how high we played davis beat him to the ball and we we scored on the, on the on because of the press basically because basically what they did to us we did to them in the second half and then the last goal well let's let's go to basuma first trying to play the way we we they want to play you know uh keeping the ball for six years trying to beat three players at once um, that was a bit ridiculous, but you know that's how the manager wants them to play. I guess that's how they must play. You know, there's an easy pass out to the left back, there's an easy pass out to the winger, but he comes into traffic and they steal the ball and we concede. And then, I mean, like you said, the resilience at the end of the day. I guess uh, Nikita's favorite uh, favorite boy, Brennan on the wing. He's been great so far. Um, he's genuinely is. I, I like the look of him a lot. He's still young, but he's going to be great. I, I can see it already. Like he's, he shows all the signs of being a great winger. So very excited for him and his future, uh, providing that ball. And Kuliseski actually after the game, he was he was speaking about how kind of they're trying to get him to attack the box more because as a winger he likes staying out wide and he likes receiving the ball to feet and he doesn't really get into the box enough um, to kind of win those the, uh, the balls from the crosses coming in. So happy for him to get a, a shoulder goal, I guess. I'm going to call it a header, a shoulder goal. Uh, but they all count in the end. So I, I guess a 3-3 draw is more than, more than we, well, I wouldn't say more than we deserve, but more than we expected. Uh, so we got, yeah. we got a little bit lucky um, in a, to not have gone down so, so much in the first half. But the second half, I think we played really well. We had more possession. We, we, had, we went to the Etihad, and in the second half, we had, I think, 55 57% position, which was ridiculous. So um, proud of the boys in the second half. Um, just that we stuck in the game, and yeah, it was interesting. Three-three draw, taking points off uh, City for the top of the table for the likes of you know you guys, Arsenal and uh, and Liverpool. So, I mean, it's a good day's work. Um, I, <laughs> well I'm, executed, in my opinion. <laughs> thank you. I will, we'll take it. <laughs> I'm I'm just gonna touch on um, a guy that I feel has been. A bit underrated in the past two weeks, and that's Giovanni Lasalso. Um, in mm. Madison's update, um, uh, absence, um, I think he's uh, quietly gone gone about his business. He's uh, not really that quietly, to be fair. He scored both, yeah, but I mean, yeah, yeah, he he's not getting any plurals, though, yeah, two weeks here. And I mean, this one was like really good placement, <laughs> but um, he's not getting the headlines, is he? Is he? He's yeah. uh, he's he's playing under the radar, and I mean, I think he's perfectly fine with that. Um, he has a stat for you actually as well. He didn't misplace a pass the whole game here. All all his passes yeah. were were really? that was crazy. That's a stat, huh? And yet still, Madison got more uh, more speech from Ange in his press conference was today yesterday than Lasso, <laughs> which is like so shocking. <laughs> I'm just like, and can we? Stop talking about James Madison. Like, let's I, would, I wouldn't mind that actually. I wouldn't mind that. <laughs> yeah. all, the, all the injured players, please let them so, just stay out of my, my, my brain. That's the other thing yeah, also yeah. that I didn't say. Like, we, we had 10 players out and we, we got a draw. So, woohoo, I guess. No, it's just exceptional. I mean, I, I 
think I kept in Holland purely on the fact that I thought you guys were getting it. I was not because you guys are bad, not at all, because just That's because big. of your injury list. I mean, it's just like it's your, your squad is big. So, I mean, I think it was an exceptional result um, uh, overall. I mean, obviously, we bruised and battered them the week before. So, I mean, how... Just for us. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. But, yeah, I think it was an excellent result. I mean, seriously, I mean, get, getting points at the end is, is no joke. I mean, it's not, it's not been done. Um, so, excellent result, considering how 3B your, your squad is. Um, but... I mean, we can't talk about the game without talking about the ref, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. Dave, you can so take that again. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's quite a few VAR decisions that I really want to get into uh, in this episode. And, I mean, that's one of it. Uh, but that's before not a VAR I, decision, though. That's not a VAR decision. I, yeah, but I, it's just I, a shocking one. Yeah, but you see, <laughs> yeah, so, so there's yeah. a thing. Nobody's talking about it. like okay, people are talking about it, but it's 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 something that you can handle, right? Like yeah. it's 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 a human error, like you you make the mistakes. VAR is something that when you when you send it into the studio or the Stockley Park or whatever, they should be yeah. getting it right. Yeah. Like that's, yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. we complain 100%. about it a lot. No, yeah, really I cool. completely agree with you. I completely agree with you, but I mean I think where my my perspective is on the referees is that the refereeing XVAR <laughs> is shocking. Yeah. It's shocking, and and for me, there was it was so much like garbage on Twitter um, that went around about how bad this was, and and maybe it was a conspiracy against City. And I'm like, no, this is just Simon Hooper. He just cannot handle tough situations. He does this all the time. He can't handle big match situations. So for him to play advantage and then stop the play, it's actually just in his nature. Like that's actually just like if someone were to design a like personality trait for him, this is exactly what it would be. So I'm just like, you know, you can't win. VAR and the way it's being run is rubbish. The on-field refs are rubbish. I mean, the lines are not rubbish. Everyone is rubbish. That's just bad. Just officiating in general. Yeah, and I mean, like, Grealish was was through on a eh? like, yeah. I, I, he was through on go. No, he was. He was. He was on go. He was on go. Yeah. If it was me, he was, he was gonna get caught. It, he was gonna get caught. If it was caught by who? Caught, uh, he could get caught, but he would have been. It would have been a foul. It would have been a foul on a record. Regardless, yeah. right? I mean, and it would have been either a free kick or a penalty. For me, if it was any one of my front three, I would back him to score that. So I understand where City is coming from, um, but for me it's more about, the, I think the result was a fair result, don't get me wrong, uh, I just think the refereeing is bad. <laughs> I don't know, we need to figure out how to say that in different languages or something or in different ways because Jesus is awful. Um, yeah, just to have a quick segue over to the Liverpool match and I mean that one I think in terms of entertainment for the weekend um, that match had everything literally from start to finish Um, and I mean it's carried on right until the very end with uh, Eddie as his favorite player uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold being being the star of that show 
Um, yeah. I don't know if you want to take that, Riaz, or if we... If no, we we'll, we'll let Nikita take that one. We'll let us start. Yeah, I think it was probably one of those games that could have ended 6-5. Probably disappointing for us to, to play a game like that, so topsy-turvy at home. But again, you know, I think it's just the plight of the December fixtures. We saw Arsenal do the same thing against Luton Town, um, you know, last night. So, um, yeah, ultimately, tough that we came off on top and, and your top and each and every single goal <laughs> that, that we scored at least. The Fulham goals were a bit rank. But, I mean, every goal that we scored was really, really you know, it's probably going to be in a in a some sort of goal compilation for the month uh, yeah. of December. Yeah, they were. I, I think that the, the McAllister goal is probably in contention because of the season. I think it was. I mean, no touch, just letting it bounce and then banging it into the top corner. Even the like even the Indo goal that was like that was, placement and everything it, it was for a guy that yeah. hasn't scored in the Premier League before. Amazing. Absolutely fabulous. Uh, and under pressure, I mean, it was an equalizing goal. You know, McAllister, you could say, putting the Premier League goal is a season, but field is actually a thing. Um, you know, uh, there were no players around him, and he just, you know, he took a swack, you know, nine times out of ten that ends up in the, the Kendall stand. Um, for Endo, you know, he's under pressure. Um, you know, this player's kind of running on to him, kind of to make a 3 3, 80 odds a minute. Yeah, it was a great goal. I was I was stoked. I'm 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 happy to come out with a three points. I'm not happy to concede three. I'm not happy to lose Allison for a couple of weeks. I'm not happy to lose Shafter probably until the new year. Um I'm well uh that wasn't in that game but still. Um and I think it shows, you know, I kind of look at some of the goals we conceded, you think ah Allison doesn't really concede that. Um and now Matt keeps us probably for the rest of his Liverpool career. So um yeah, tough guys. <laughs> All in all, not not the greatest outcome, not the game. And, and to be quite honest, in a, in a season that's going to be quite tight, and and by no means do I believe we will come close to winning the league this year. But I think in a league that's going to be quite tight, even in terms of top four. Um, so goal difference is going to count this year. I'm pretty pleased to only get a plus one at at home to Fulham. Um, but anyway, I'll take the three. We move on. Uh, new manager bounce tonight at Sheffield away and we always struggle against newly promoted clubs so we <laughs> shall see. Um, was there any point during I, I, I don't know I, I don't think you watched it live I think you just caught the highlights back or, or uh, I don't know how, mm. how you ended up doing it but um, obviously like you had to have been following it somehow maybe you're getting like score updates or something like that when Fulham took the lead um Three two, I think it was in the 80th minute or 81st minute. Uh, were what what were your thoughts mm. around it? Was it just like, uh, oh, is it another one of these days? But I mean, at the back of your mind, you're like, oh, this is Anfield. Then, like, I shouldn't even be stressed about it. We'll come away for, with the win at the end of it all. Yes, I, I don't know where I was actually. I think I was at the beach, or <laughs> I, mean, I was like tipping on people out or something. I was, but I was very calm. Because I was getting the score updates from like the Liverpool or the, or the Premier League app or something. And I was just coming through, you know, all the time because there were so many goals. And yeah, to, to me, at Anfield, we're, we're infallible, right? I mean, we just, we, we don't lose there. We don't lose there. So I was just like, you know, even if it's a point, you know, it'll be a good, it'll be a, it, it, 
instead of a point, but at least it'll be a point. So we'll end, we'll end the score a couple of minutes later. I was stoked, but then to 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 see Trent come through with the balter, um, was 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 happy. And at least he got awarded that goal. You guys see, he didn't get awarded his first goal. No, no, goal. yes, it's, it's, yeah, he's the free kick. The free kick was did, did, did he get awarded it? Was it his? Uh, no. No, oh, thank the goodness. Yeah. Oh, it's gonna go crazy the if they ordered that yeah. game. I was not happy because uh, initially they they gave it to him, and then afterwards I was like, "Please don't do this to me, right?" And then he ended up scoring anyway, and I was like, "Fine, <laughs> take it, ma." You really don't like the guy, do you? <laughs> uh, I didn't want to. I wasn't gonna talk about him today. I was. I, I had a different tactic. I was literally not gonna say his name at all. And then I was just going to go on about the system that they now choose to play because <laughs> it, I'm going to indirectly say it because, because so like two of the four, two of the three goals, two thirds, 66% came from the right side, came from a right back's place where the right back is supposed to be. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not saying someone is supposed to be there. I'm not saying it's anybody's fault, uh, and, and, and it's not his fault because it's the system that they're trying to play, right? It's basically, he's trying to adapt now to put certain players in different positions so that they can affect the game in a different way. And I just think that because of that, like, it's, it's, it's teething problems, I think, is, is, is what I'll call it. So I didn't want to bring him up today because, you know, the duality of him is, is clear for everyone to see. But he did really well. He scored the goal. The BMT, no one can deny. The going forward part, no one can deny. So I think, uh, the, and they played really, really well to, um, uh, <laughs> sorry, Nikita, type something funny, so I, I lost my train of thought. Um, uh, yeah, they did really well to, to come back at, uh, at, at the end of the day and win the game. And like Nikita said, it's at Anfield. No one doubted it. Like, they, they are unbelievable mm. there. Yeah. I think all the talk of you yeah, playing like, in midfield I mean, is a bit, like, too crazy, though. Too crazy. I don't know what you guys think. I was, I was, I just said that, like, it's, it's, a, it's a teething problem. It's like a system that he's trying to play. Like, Klopp is trying to, I don't know, try something different. Um, by, uh, I guess, yeah, trying something different, which is putting more... Strain, I guess, on the on the centre backs, which is like maybe why Matip was mm. is now injured. But yeah, I think it's it's just dealing problems, which is why the, the goals are conceded. But if it's going to get you more goals than it uh, than you concede, no, I'm in trying it. Dealing problems, and you, the the whole team will learn to to play around it, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, hundred percent. But I, I I think in the last uh, international break, um, he was actually played in midfield. Yeah. Uh, for England, mm. so I mean, if yeah. if one manager is going to do that, then everybody's going to be like, "Oh no, you, you see, he can do it. He can play in midfield. He doesn't have he to can, play at right back." Yeah, but then he needs to. But then they need to have a right back to play right back. Like, yeah, he can yeah. play in midfield. It's fine. And if you have a six, a real six, who's playing at six, who's going to yeah. cover your butt when you are expensive? You know, you can't have McAllister. You gotta have, you know, like Declan Rice. It helps when you got Declan Rice covering your body, you know, what like a player that yes. What a signing, guys! Yeah, I, I think I think one hundred five was too little. 
think that was that was a listen i also said that in like jest last night but uh, like it's still 105 million pounds <laughs> yeah money. but he is just proving to be worth his weight in gold yeah. or pounds i guess he is exceptional what a guy what a guy hmm? yeah what man and 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 my guy kai habits coming good over there <laughs> jason that? is that you <laughs> guys guys don't disrespect kai habits dude is going to be the savior for arsenal just watch <laughs> okay oh, but i'm, I'm oh, not man. going to speak about arsenal now um i'm, okay. I'm just going to flip on over to uh, some var calls um which was back over in the Brighton game um there were there were two of them um yeah the the one is the penalty that was given after um who was at Craig uh, Pawson it was either if in that match i think it was Pawson um you <laughs> went over to the screen i mean that uh, was that like a, a a last man uh situation was it that one um and yeah he just changed his mind he was like okay now this is a penalty and everybody knew that it wasn't a penalty and then at the end of the match uh, for brighton there was a handball that looked mm. to be a penalty and <laughs> that wasn't given yeah that wasn't yeah. given so i mean like yeah. what what is happening It's like it's like they they try every single weekend okay let's try to outdo ourselves here mm-hmm. what can we mess up further than what we have already and let's just let's just try to win the clown award every week it's like every referee just like tries to like throw the hat into the ring with this one um i know okay. you had some but, comments about it uh, nikita yeah but you know you know and i hate to be labor this point right but the fact that all clubs or the majority of the clubs did not come together and stand against the PGMR when that nonsense went down in the Liverpool Spurs game you know with the vog Vitalar goal it's almost like it's given them free reign to just go batshit crazy every week because <laughs> honestly that's what it feels like to me it's like Actually, you know what? No one is going to take us to task now because we've gotten away with abs- the worst possible thing that could happen is that the actual goal was disallowed using the system. So now anything we do from here is actually pales in comparison to that. So we are just going to stress everybody's limits. And it's, uh, we go into Christmas, so everybody's going to watch anyway because there's nothing else to do because everyone's alone. So yeah, it's fine. And that's honestly how I feel. and now this kind of like no way back it's never going to get better from yarnin honestly every week it is a dog show every week at, and every week you know we would maybe be talking about before in season 3 we would be talking about one incident one massive calamitous incident now we're talking two again <laughs> you know it's like two complete nutjobs again Um, yeah. You know, at this stage, all the referees are like the same to me. It's like Paulson, Hooper, because they're all rubbish. 
even like Mark Lattenberg is like even you know you know he's the best of the worst now you know so I mean Mark Lattenberg um you know guys are talking about but you know it's just like yeah it's Oliver it's just awful. Oliver Oliver um, Michael Oliver yeah Lattenberg yeah. is the Lattenberg is lining his over there <laughs> yeah all in the papers now but I mean yeah, yeah it's it's nuts guys I, I I really I can't. And it's ruining the game, you know. Like you, you saw how I rate the like the city players got, you know, with with the Uber decision, and that was a completely judgmental decision, right? But yeah. I mean, when like with the two person penalty decisions, I mean, those are for me clear and obviously wrong in both instances. I mean, geez, it's just you you can't sit here afterwards and feel like your team. Or another team was all done by. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. Really, I don't, it really I, sucks. It's really like a. I don't. I don't understand how. I, I like. I, I just watched it now. Like while you were speaking, I just because I couldn't recall what the like what the what the the decisions were the VAR decisions. So I had to just take a look quickly. And I, I like I recall that that first one. So the first one was was the, the Chelsea penalty, the Molner, the Molner challenge, right? Yeah, it was Molner. Yeah, and he was like a last man sort of. No, but like, so and so the referee didn't give it, and then they sent yeah. it over to the thing, and then he gave it afterwards. How do you give? I don't understand. Anyways, never mind. So it's supposed to be clear and obvious. That's what they say, in order for you to change the decision. First of all, the referee gave it not a penalty. How can he then go to the screen, look at those images, and then want to reverse his decision? So it doesn't really become... So as a referee, you don't care that you have made the right decision actually on field. If they tell you to go to the screen, you have to reverse your decision, basically. Mm -hmm. That's that's mm. ridiculous thinking, like for real. I mean, yeah. that makes no sense. But but then again, in, in the second one, I think he didn't give that. He gave. No, he, he gave it. it. I think but it so was given, and, he then he it, went, yeah. and then he went to the screen, and then he reversed it, which is oh gosh, that is just. But I it mean, was clear as day that it hit his hand, and yeah. and you know, I guess the context of like obviously it's not intentional that you would want to handle the ball, right? Because there's three defenders, there's not a single Brighton attacker. I get it. But it hit his hand. <laughs> he got an unfair advantage yeah. by hitting his hand. And Brighton deserved the penalty and a point, frankly. They definitely deserve the point. So, yeah, uh, guys, and, and, you know, ultimately, right, I know, and I know it's about more than money, but these decisions are costing clubs so much money, you know. Everton, think about Everton now, right? They're going to get sued big time by all those clubs, Leicester and the like, who all got relegated and went down when they probably should have gone down in previous seasons. But now, surely that is directly correlated to the poor decisions that referees are making that are costing teams points. Costing teams Champions League, you know, qualification or... You know, staying up from relegation, I know it doesn't happen, frankly, as often to the lower um, kind of relegation level teams, these bad decisions. But I mean, still, come on. Like, What's the solution at what here, point though? are we as fans? 
That's that's Keep my the question. PGMOL. Replace and the PGMOL. With what? They with need nothing. to be replaced with another body. Maybe it is a body of international referees who are not influenced by by uh, you know local rivalry and you know tribalism and guys who have played, but the refereeing standards are not this poor in other leagues. A because we watch other leagues. B the refereeing standards are not this poor in the Champions League. So <laughs> we know this is not a a refereeing body issue. So it is clearly an isolated issue in the world biggest league and the fact that the the clubs and the clubs manage you know the league they all have a, full, a 20th voting share and they're not doing anything to resolve it is shocking sorry that is the end of my rant i'm very sorry no, but you you make you make so many so many good points there, there's so many good points that you alluded to there um and I mean, like you said, in the other leagues, we don't really see these mistakes. And in the Champions League, we we saw one of them in the Newcastle game um, last week. But how often do we actually see it in the Champions League? The the referees they are very they're very disciplined, and it seems like they 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 don't take nonsense from any of the players. So. Whereas um, in in the Premier League, I still think that there's a lot of favoritism when it comes to referees uh, being appointed games to teams where they are from. I mean, Anthony Taylor, that's right there. I mean, the guy's from Manchester. How many times doesn't he get United or City games? Um, and I mean, there's so many of those that happen. Uh, who's this, this dude that uh, used to... The, the the crazy ref um, that used to uh, ref for for Spurs Riley. games. There we go. I mean, <laughs> that dude used to celebrate goals that when 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 Spurs used to used to score it. You could visually see him okay. celebrate the goal while he's refereeing the match. I mean, <laughs> the 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 longer this goes on, the the worse the. The, the worse the, the refereeing and the, the standard of the refereeing is going to be. Uh, but yeah, like, I mean, at the moment, if they're not being held to book, then they're just going to keep on getting worse. That's going to, the entire yeah. level is mean, just going to keep Keith on talking. And... Sorry? Yeah. And we've had Keith Hackett on the show, right? We've had Keith yeah. Hackett on our show. I can't recall exactly which episode it is, but we can, we can link, put the link in the comments uh, below. Um, for guys to go and check it out. And I mean, he was the previous head of the PGMOL. And I mean, you know, he talks the way he talks. Uh, and he's so insightful. I, I recommend you guys follow him on Twitter. I think he's, he, he's Hacker Dref, uh, is his handle. Yep. I mean, he's so insightful. And he talks about, you know, all the changes that he was putting in place when, I mean, which was like 20 odd years ago when he was heading up the PGMOL and kind of how all of that's been unwound how disappointing the quality of the refereeing standards is now. And it, it doesn't come from a bad place. He's, he's saying all these things from a place of wanting refereeing standards to improve because it is not at the quality or a level that it should be for this league. For, I mean, for any mm-hmm. professional league, I reckon. So, yeah, I don't know, guys. I, I think without some sort of, like, massive 
because I mean, we know that, you know, as, as, as fans, we're not going to switch off our TVs, right? I mean, we're not going to collectively get everybody to stop streaming and stop watching and stop buying, you know, but I think at some stage we, you know, we're going to have to force our club in some which way or another to 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 take action because we we can't go on like this. And and if we, I mean, similarly to when we stood up against, our, you know, our club, um, you know, moving ahead with the European Super League, you know, I think it it, it could be some sort of, you know something like that. And I don't know what it's going to take. Is it going to take uh, a player to get severely injured, have his leg hacked off in the middle of a game and, <laughs> you know, and then... They won't change anything. Side, you know. Yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's going to take something, but something big is going to happen and it's going to be nasty. Um, And that's the thing. It's going to be nasty and then it's going to push our boundaries and I think that's going to force the change. But until that happens, it's quite sad. I think we're going to be living with this level of referee for a, for a while. So. Unfortunately, yes. Uh, but yeah, let's mm. leave that discussion and park it right there. Uh, as we wind down, down this episode, there is a, quite a big match coming up this weekend. It uh, just doesn't end for Spurs, does it? Uh, what is up with the Spurs? Possible. We haven't spoken about United yet. What are you avoiding, AF? What's going on here? Tell what? me. I'm, I, I just want to preview another game, and this, that's okay. the biggest game that's coming up. What do you mean? United-Chelsea is tonight. This episode won't be out in time for United-Chelsea. Oh, yeah. oh, man. <laughs> Fine. I accept. <laughs> if we on. had record this, recorded this last night, then, then definitely I would have, I would have brought up that, that match to preview. Uh, but this episode will only be out by tomorrow morning. So uh, we have to preview the next big game, which is Spurs versus Newcastle. Is that at St. James Park or is that the, is it at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium? I stand corrected. I will find out shortly. But I think we're playing home. Thank goodness. Okay. But yeah, just, just off the back of, of, the, of the United game, um, uh, I mean, we we all thought that. I mean, this is the third. That was the third game that Newcastle played with the exact same starting eleven, um, three games in a row. And I think the game last week Tuesday, they didn't sub any of them, so all of the legs were full ninety. I think it was ninety six minutes or ninety eight minutes that they played. Uh, I mean, worn down, and they went up against a United team. Just couldn't care less. I mean, half of them were jogging. But, I mean, that just shows you how well-oiled this Newcastle team is. And going up against that, is that something that you think will spur your team on? Uh, no pun intended. Um, but, yeah, just uh, <laughs> give me some some insight from your side. Well, we have uh, Romero back. I'm not sure if that is a positive or a negative. I suppose the positive <laughs> outweighs the negatives there. As long as he doesn't put in uh, some bone crunching tackles, uh, I saw the way he looked at Matty Cash when when he, when Cash injured Bentancourt again. That's I'm scared to to, to play Aston Villa because I think Romero is going to go in with three feet and studs up all over the place. But um, <laughs> it will be good to it will be good to have him back, I guess, um, and not play four four uh, fullbacks uh, along the back line. <laughs> I think we will be more solid. Um, and look, we're, we're playing against a bunch of robots, eh? 
uh, we're playing against a bunch of robots, two of the, the teams with the biggest, uh, or, well, yeah, I guess the biggest injury and non-available non, um, list. Um, and they're going to come out with, this, with the same 11, probably. Uh, like I said, Except a bunch Nick of robots. Pope, Nick Pope is injured, I think, for the next six six months or so. Yeah, six four to six months. months, I think. Yeah. Um, like probably going to miss the Euros. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I guess so. so we'll have to Lourdes Carius. Like, I think they can play some rock, paper, scissors to see who starts. As long as we They're going to get the Gaia. Eh? I'm telling you now. What about Ramsdale? What about Ramsdale? The... <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll be crying. You will sit on the pod and just. You'll just come on the podcast and rock <laughs> if they if Newcastle sign the game. It's actually gonna it yeah. might happen, you know. It's it's, it's I know, possible. I know. I reckon, so That's why I'm so sad. I, I mean it's definitely possible, but I think I think um yeah, we're, we're gonna play against a bunch of robots and it's gonna be very difficult. Luckily we're not playing away, because I think if we were playing away we we would stand very little chance. Similar to, to City because of the way that the Newcastle press. But I think that just because of the way that they... And in fact, actually, they, they didn't stop running throughout the United game. So they still haven't stopped mm. running since three weeks ago. All 11 men, they just continue running. I think they spend their off days running or something. But Yeah, I mean, they... Almiron reminds me of that um, Energizer advert where <laughs> the guy just has energy for days. Just like keeps on running. Even Gordon, like they're all just Joe Linton, even Joe Linton is a big lad and he just continues running all the time. It doesn't make any sense. So I think they will that will be a test. Um I, I think that we will win it. I like hopefully, or it'll be a draw. Um I think that we if, if they had if they weren't on this run, I would have said that they, they had a better chance of, of beating us. But because of Romero coming back, maybe Saul will also be back, but I think that depending on who starts tonight, it'll depend on also how they how 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 much their legs are actually gone because we will we will play the same way we will pass out on the back we will force the press and we will try and play around it as we usually do. So it's going to be an interesting game. I think uh, keeping Gordon under wraps and I think Pedro Porto has been really really good this season so far. Surprisingly, even on the defense, I forgot to say that earlier. I think that he kept. Doku in his pocket there. The only time Doku actually got got away was when we were, yeah, they were on the break ball. and yeah. but, they, but then they were on the break and um Pardo was up the field and Davis was covering. So he didn't yeah. beat Pardo still at that, at that point. I think Pardo did really well to keep him keep him covered. So that's gonna be a good uh, good matchup to watch Pardo versus uh, Gordon. Um and yeah, it'll be it'll be an interesting game. What do you think, Ed? Yeah, I, I I think it's going to be uh, a better contest than the one that we that we got last week against United. Um, I think both teams will will want something from this game, or they'll want all three points from this game. When when two teams are that angry, then it's the it's it's a recipe for a really good product. And yeah. um, I think having somebody like Son, I mean. He, his leadership, you can see every single game, he wants to win. He, you, you see him like scolding um, his teammates out when things don't go right. But you also see him take, um, like, he's, he, he raises his hand up 
when he knows that he's not doing something right as well. Um, yeah, he's from the front. So yeah, and and I mean like the the team, even though like the 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 team and the squad is is a bit depleted on the defensive side, everybody's playing to their strengths and everybody's trying to cover for those that know where their weaknesses are. So you're playing four fullbacks uh, across the back four. Um, I mean, I, I saw Besuma and and Weiberg, They they were putting in some heavy yards against City because they knew where the weaknesses were at the back. So they knew that they had to like drop down a lot. Um, and I feel like that's going to keep on happening because even though Romero's back, uh, he's the only one centre-back, they'll still play probably Ben Davis at left centre-back, uh, most likely. Um, but yeah, I think it's going to be a close contest and I'm, I'm, I'm excited to watch it. Uh, Nikita, from, from a Newcastle point of view, uh, where do you think this this game? Where do you think the target are going to be? Where do you think the the game is going to be won? Where it's going to be lost? I think the game might actually be lost on Thursday night at Goodison Park. I don't think that's an easy trip. I mean, I know you guys, you know, made sure to work over it, but I don't think it's as easy a trip as as what people think. Um, it's also, you know, a commute because it's now two away games in, what is that, three days, because they're playing the Thursday and then the Sunday. Um, the squad is exceptionally depleted. So, I mean, I know, uh, you know, you guys probably wanted me to talk tactics and, and, and how good at that. I mean, I, I mean, we don't want to be late with the point about how, about how, how tactically I do it. It's been I got the weekend. <laughs> because he did, I mean, he really, really did with a real depleted squad. And and I think you'll always be that proficient. But I, I think I, I heard the words Riaz's view here is that, you know, Spurs just have, I think, a, a better equipped squad, probably a more cohesive squad with Romero coming back, probably better defensively, probably more capable of dealing with a Newcastle attack. Um, I mean, after what is he watching the United Newcastle game of the, or the Newcastle United game of the weekend, you know, when you see Joe Linden perform that well, I mean, Linton guys, <laughs> come on, you really shouldn't be performing that well. So, my I think they will player. be really quite knackered. Eh? He's my Linton. favorite player, okay. yeah. So, <laughs> so must shuttle, shuttle cock back into the championship, <laughs> according to me, um, at least. But I, I really think they're gonna be, they're gonna be, they're really gonna be knackered off the trip to Merseyside this week. I think they'll have a tough go. Uh, you know, Daishini's boys look look quite up for it. I mean, after what happened, everything, the context that's happened, um, and I think you guys will just be far too strong for them at home. Uh, you know, coming off, I think you know what what would have been you know a resilient, a really great resilient performance at the Etihad and a, probably another good performance in um, midweek. So yeah, I think sorry, uh, sorry Newcastle fans. I think um, the good run is probably going to come to a close, um, and then an exit from the Champions League and not even into Europa League for them, as deserved because they didn't deserve to qualify for the Champions League in the first place. <laughs> sorry, it's just a little yeah, bit hard of the Liverpool support. Yeah, that was you. That's hard. <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, it's fair. I mean. Let's be honest, if Liverpool were qualified for the Champions League this year in lieu of, of of Newcastle, we probably would have, you know... Then we would have been sitting here with a different discussion because then you would have been getting insane because of that penalty that was awarded against Liverpool. 
because they should have been through technically Newcastle. On a technicality, <laughs> they aren't through, mm-hmm. which is a bit of shame. Yeah, no, no, I, I, no, I mean, but we would never, we would, we would never come down the close margins against PSG. <laughs> I mean, it's PSG, they crash in the Champions League, man. Come on. Right. But I mean, yeah. That's, that's where the conspiracy also, comes in. Right, for, for Newcastle? I guess so. I'm not sure. But I think, isn't it Saudi versus Qatar? Like, I mean, isn't it just worth more oil? Um, so, uh, yeah, forget, I don't think don't don't I mean, um, if both of them don't qualify. Yeah, don't, don't forget PSG's owner is on the UEFA board, just just by the way. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, are they going to qualify? Are they going to qualify? Because I think, of that, I think, I think, I think it will be PSG and, and Dortmund that would probably... Uh, Dortmund's, like, they just need a point in order to go through, so... Um, I think they are uh, as good as through, but I think I think PSG will be the other team that will go through. Yeah, yeah, but also like I want to see Mbappe in the knockouts. I'm not really keen to see Joe Linton and Anthony Gordon. <laughs> Mbappe, his, come on! Like, terrible, terrible Mbappe. You know, like playing in the in the you know in the knockout stages. You'll see, um, you'll see Mbappe yeah, in the Champions League <laughs> knockouts. Next season, when he goes to Newcastle with Anthony Gordon and oh, Joe Linton. Oh, God. Don't ah, guys, say that. Ah, and and the Gaia. Please, Amy. Hey, hey, and the, hey. <laughs> play with the hey. Gaia. Play with the Gaia. Now we talk. Uh, yeah, let's just get some predictions before we wrap up. Uh, Riaz. Uh, tight game. Let's go 2-1. 2-1 Spurs. We can easy. Mikita? I'm gonna go with a proper three-one Spurs. Three-one Spurs. Oh, I'm gonna go with a two-two draw. I'm gonna play it safe this time. That's fair. Uh, I haven't, I haven't ah, predicted a draw in a while, okay. so might as well just try and change things up a bit. Yeah, two-two draw. Uh, is that from because my your side. team doesn't ever draw? Eh? Yeah. yeah what is up with that? Doesn't even draw. Such a weird stat. I was looking at the table the other day. I'm like, what? What on earth? <laughs> like, what is happening here? Why do we have I a zero I, here? <laughs> I think I tweeted it on Monday. I was like, is this a Premier League record? Like, to go 14 mm-hmm. games with no draws? Apparently, it's not. Um, so, I, I don't know actually what. I need to check in with. What What is the record, Rias? Do you know? Like, how I, many well, games? I'm, I'm, I, I don't know specifically what the record is. But one season, I think it was three seasons ago. Or two seasons ago, we went, I think, 20 games without drawing a game. Uh, we just yeah. either won or lost games. Somehow we didn't draw ever. It was so weird. Uh, I didn't know how to handle wow. it, to be honest. But the good thing well, is that there was only one point. Like, if you get more three points than you have losses, you get you, you get United, who are still in six. So, you know, it's oh, good. You I sound guess. like you're on the Nikita Kopman train of. I, I remember Nikita mentioned that so many times that she would rather take a loss than yeah. a draw any day. Yeah, yeah, because you because the top the the top fourteen teams are more like, have a higher win probability than they do loss probability. So it's actually better to take a loss than it is to draw because you're more likely to win in the end. But anyway, that's a I'm quoting you on that next time we lose. Right, one day. Yeah, and. 
as we finish up on that point, that is our episode. Thank you once again for joining us. This is episode 49. Next week is our 50th episode. And as you've seen on our socials, we are doing a 50th episode giveaway. We we are allowing you the opportunity to win a football jersey of your choice. You get to pick whatever one you want. Uh as long as we have, uh, we are able to to find that jersey, uh, and as long as the is stock available, um, but yeah, uh, just get on to our socials at Sportycast. That's on Instagram, on Twitter. Um, you there's plenty of ways to enter. Uh, you can enter by subscribing to this channel and just commenting below. Uh, I subscribed. It's as easy as that. Uh, but yeah, good luck and yeah. Riaz, Nikita, where can the people find you on socials? Um, I'm just on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Underscore Riaz, I guess. I mean, if you really want to do that. then But follow Sportycast and get your stuff in and we'll give you a jersey. It's easy. Do it. Nikita? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please. Enter our competition. Find us on uh, Instagram, on uh, Sportycast and on Twitter. And my handle is in the title there at Peter and a couple of underscores. There are three. Okay. 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 Yeah. Looking forward. I was going to ask. I was going to ask you, but is it is it two or three? Because I couldn't yeah. see. Yeah. Three. <laughs> three. <laughs> I, I'm AF Parker six four two on all socials. Yeah. Come chat to myself, Nikita, and Riaz on Twitter. We. Have some weird takes sometimes, but most of the times we are on point. And yeah, just like come have conversation. We are always available. But yeah, it's been good. And we'll see you guys next week for episode 50. Cheers.